First off, I'd like to say congratulations. You are in at the beginning of something amazing. I'm about to show you something that's amazing. You guys want to see something amazing? Yes, I want to see something amazing. Yeah. What is it? So amazing. Amazing. Whoa, amazing. What are you waiting for? I don't know. Something amazing, I guess. On the first episode of Something Amazing, the show in which we tell each other something amazing, I am going to tell Amberly about a herpetologist who kept his own death diary. He got bitten by a snake and then wrote down everything that was happening to him until the second he died. It's crazy. Also, I've got an app that will predict when you're going to break up. And I'm going to tell Matt some wicked rad facts about some dolphins. Yes, that is coming up on this first episode of Something Something Amazing. Hello and welcome to Something Amazing. Hello, Amberly Cull. Hello, Matt Saracini. Um, the, the idea of this show is that each week, Amberly and myself are going to bring each other something amazing. Some little, yeah, tidbit or fact or something we found over the week, and we're just going to tell each other about it. It doesn't matter what it is. The only rule is it has to be amazing. amazing. Yeah. And in that... You, the listener, will also hear about it. Yeah, because I I do like listening to podcasts, but Mm. my favourite podcasts are the ones where you learn something. Absolutely. Learning is fun, guys, (laughs) and can be funny as well, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) Um, So, do you have your amazing things? I do. Because I've been so excited about this first episode because I've been like, oh, my God, I'm collecting amazing things. Yeah, and I always want to tell you about them, but I haven't been able to tell you about them because we're waiting for this podcast. Well, it's here now, so uh, we're going to present our first amazing thing to each other. Uh, Do you want to go first? I'm a bit (laughs) worried because you have no notes. I have, like, research and facts and figures. Okay, look, I feel like this is going to (laughs) be... A uh, consistent thing throughout this podcast is that you are going to have the facts and I'm going to have the hearsay. But I believe that the hearsay is the more fun um, party antics to have. Right, so you can debate it. <laughs> no, just it's 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 more free-flowing. It's more But is it true. real? It, I'm not, yeah. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> I just haven't made a PowerPoint about it. Okay, all right. So... Uh, I'm going to let you go first then, since it's straight off the top of your dome. Beautiful. Uh, Tell me, Matt Saracini, how do you feel about dolphins? Love them. They're They're very intelligent, I hear. They're very, very intelligent. Have you ever heard of a hydroplaning dolphin? No, no. I've heard of a hydroplane. Oh, well. Which is a plane that goes on water. Yes, and that's a pretty cool thing, right? Yes. And dolphins are a pretty cool thing, right? You're right. What if they came together, Matt Saracini? (laughs) What are you talking about? Okay, so sometimes uh, in shallow waters, fish know that the um, dolphins can't get too shallow in, otherwise they can get stranded. Yes. And so they'll hang out in the really shallow part of the water. Yes. And And the dolphins can try and do a thing with their tail where they try and stun them, kind of like Pokemon style, but sometimes this doesn't work. Okay. So they need to get... Like, even more cool. Amazing. It is amazing. (laughs) So, what they do is they pump their tail. They they go away from the shallow. They pump their tail to, like, get a whole bunch of speed. And then they hydroplane into the really shallow. And they sort of glide along, like, so they don't have to use their fins or anything to get the fish. It's super risky because (laughs) if the, like, the wave goes out, they get stranded. But um, I, I watched it on a David Attenborough clip and he, he mentioned that fortune favors the brave <laughs> so 
So, is this why you always see dolphins beached on the sand? Or is that why else? Do dolphins get beached? Everyone gets beached, right? I feel like uh, Rottnest Camp, when we played Spotlight... In WA. In WA, I remember definitely some dead dolphins. Right. I don't know if that's the reason. What a traumatising... It was, and so smelly. No wonder you're a vegan now. Yeah, well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, okay, so... Is that not... That is amazing. Amazing. So you've seen this happen. Yeah, yeah. It's so cool. I just look up hydroplaning dolphins on YouTube and you see them and they they obviously add like really cool music to it as well. (laughs) And then they just sort of glide along and they look so cool. And you see how dangerous it is for them because like the wave will go out and they sort of are just on the sand for like a quick tick before the wave comes back in. But they get the fish. Do you ever think about like evolution (laughs) and how... Like just given enough time, mm. we 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 existed, right? Like yeah. this kind of weird. We thing were like, that, oh, I love this ocean. Oh, look, oh, the land looks kind of cool. Maybe I'll grow some legs. So, it, do you think these are the first dolphins in the history of the universe to do this? Because well, they have to. Do and you know where get... where this where the video is set? Uh, Australia. WA. Western Australia, yeah. where Rotnest was. Where Rotnest was. Well, okay, now everything makes sense. <laughs> Those dead dolphins suddenly <laughs> seem to fit in. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, oh, I'm sorry you saw dead dolphins, but at least they died doing what they loved, which is hydroplaning. <laughs> uh, my actual first something amazing is... It's about dolphins. Is animal related, though. Oh, great. Um, it's called the... De- the title of this something amazing yep. is The Death Diaries. Ooh. And it's all about... Um, here's a, this is not the amazing thing, but do you know what herpetology is? Is it um, in Harry Potter where they pull out those roots and the roots scream and die? No, it's not that. Uh, but it is actually the study of amphibians and reptiles, which comes from the Greek herpen, which means to creep. Like herpes, which creep up on your face <laughs> and stay there for the so, rest of your life. Anyway, there's a herpetologist and his name is Dr. Carl P. Schmidt, right? Yep. And he studied... Classic herpetologist's name. He studied snakes and he was mm-hmm. studying a snake one day and the, and the snake bit him. And uh, he knew... He basically thought, I'm not going to die from this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're a snake expert, you'd assume you'd know whether you're going to die from something or sure, not. Sure, you know whether it's poison. Yeah, so he started writing a diary of, like, it was poison, but he's like, I'll be right, but I'll write a diary to to, to talk about how I feel. And what he oh ended up God. writing was his death diaries because he died, oh, right? So he was a bad herpetologist. Well, okay, there's a coda to this story at the end. Okay. All right, so let, let's put a question mark over. Sorry, P. He- Schmidt, sorry for calling you a bad herpetologist before I had all of, all of the info. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, the, the reason why he thought the snake wasn't one of the bad snakes, um, I should actually get the name of the bad snake, uh, Boom Slang, okay? That was does a- sound bad. <laughs> I remember playing... Okay, back to Harry Potter, though. Yes. I remember playing Harry Potter on my Game Boy Color. Yes. And that was, like, we had to get Boomslang skin to make Snape's potion. Well, there, there you go. It's, it's, so it's, yeah, it's real. Snake. It's I, so, just, I just assumed that all the snakes in Harry Potter were made up. So, the thought was, he goes, this cannot possibly be a Boomslang snake because, as he wrote in his journal, yeah. quite early before the death, uh, the snake's anal plate was undivided. Hang on, stop, stop there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Wait what Wait a second. Wrote. Yeah. The anal plate? Yeah, you know, like the plate of the Sorry, the unplate anal. 
Undivided. <laughs> yeah, so that's why he's like, well, it can't be a boomslang there's snake. A lot, there's a lot to unpack in that one sentence there. <laughs> I, know, I know. Well, look, his, his diary, that's not even the interesting part of his diary. because he's, I he's, don't know if we're going to get more interesting than anal plate undivided, Matt. <laughs> well, so he was like, well, it can't be a bloody boomslang snake. <laughs> so usually boomslang snakes have a divided anal plate. Yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, so he's like, can't be that because it doesn't have one. Um, so... Snake bites him. He it, within twenty four hours he's going to die, right? So, right. But, so, he, but he, he starts he writing, right? And this is this is some of the extracts of his journal on the way out. And I think what I love about this is he's kind of very like scientific about the observations. Right. But if you were his friend, you'd go, mate, go right. to the the You're hospital. Not looking great. This doesn't Ishmael. sound this doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> so. Um, at 4.30pm, so I guess this is when he left the office, he says, <laughs> strong nausea but without vomiting. During Lucky. A, sorry? Lucky? Yeah. So, during a trip to Homewood, went on a suburban train. <laughs> cool. Details, right? Now, this is when... He, this, like, this is just an, an hour later at 5.30. Okay. Strong chill and shaking, followed by a fever of 101.7. Yeah, let's go to the hospital, P. Schmidt. That's very high. Uh, bleeding of mucous membranes in the mouth began about 5.30. Oh, yeah. Apparently, mostly from gums. Just when I was having my tea? Well, actually, funny you say that. Next entry, 8.30pm, so a good three hours after Did you say next the- entry? No, is- next entry. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's just my it's list. a long, Next long entry. So just, diary. Yeah, but, but, you know, three hours after all the mucous membrane bleeding, mm, yeah. ate two pieces of milk toast. <laughs> That's it. That's the only entrance there. <laughs> so 9pm to 12.20am, right? Yep. Slept well. Oh. Urination at 12.20 a.m. Again, I don't think that's sleeping well. He's about to sleep for the rest of his life. Urination. (laughs) I feel bad laughing at that. Anyway. uh, Urination at 12.20 a.m. Mostly blood, but a small amount. (laughs) Took a glass of water at 4.30 a.m., followed by violent nausea and vomiting. The contents of the stomach being the undigested supper. Yeah, milk toast. (laughs) Felt much better and slept until 6.30 a.m. What a night. What a night. <laughs> He's very ill, right? So, in the morning, wakes up right at 6.30 a.m., writes his last ever diary Can entry. I guess what it is? What? Uh, was a bit hungry, had milk. two slices of milk toast. <laughs> he does talk about what he ate. Oh, good. Okay, so temperatures come down a bit. 98.2. Ate cereal and poached eggs on toast and apple sauce and Sorry, coffee for can we just go yeah. back? What type of toast was this toast? He didn't specify. Because I was wondering if it was perhaps milk toast. No, <laughs> if I had to guess. If I, if I know what I know. Like we know what's know, in his pantry. Yeah, if I know what I know about Dr. Schmidt. He also, will... what is milk toast? <laughs> is it like the beginnings of French toast? Like you just put toast in milk. Well, I feel like it's a brand of toast. Like you wouldn't just dip your toast in milk. That, what year is this? Uh, this is the fifties. Oh, in no- my brain, we were in like the eighteen hundreds. No, nineteen fifty-seven. Oh, great. Yeah, no, he was on a train. Oh yeah. Actually, when were trains invented? I don't even know. The eighteen hundreds. Were they? I have no idea. Okay, we'll find it out later, and it'll be amazing. <laughs> nah. No, I don't think that's amazing. When was a train invented? But I'm sure there has been amazing train-related stories. I can't wait for our train episode. <laughs> okay. All right. So we've gone through what he ate. Okay. And here we go. So this is this is the last two. This is the last sentence, actually. Oh my goodness. No, last two sentences. Okay. 
Again, why he didn't go to the hospital after this, I don't know. No urine with an ounce or so of blood about every three hours. Mate. It gets worse, and this is it. This is the, the last sentence ever written by Dr. Schmidt. Mouth and nose continuing to bleed, not excessively. Now, first of all, he's made a scientific error there because he didn't tell us when he, his mouth and nose started to bleed, unless we're talking about the mucous membranes. I don't feel, think he's feeling that great. Yeah, I will forgive him for that. I also wonder, like, I love your jovial tone. Yeah. And I just would love to know if that was how he was doing. Mouth and nose continuing to bleed. Not excessively. I'm fine. Get away from me. I'm fine. No, you're right. <laughs> no, no, you're right. Just blood, just but I'm fine. Blood. Leave me alone. Get out of my just bedroom. Just an ounce. <laughs> so... So he he's died, right? And oh, so man. and that and that was it. So he he they called the death diaries. You know, mm. he went bravely into the unknown, writing down everything along the way. What a scientist! Now, well, not a good scientist. Well, you asked this question right at the start, right? Like, is he a good scientist? No. Now, if he's a I've got really the if he's a really <laughs> really good herpetologist, yes, he would know that the the anti venom to a boom slang snake exists. Only in Africa. Right. So he had, even if he wanted to, he yeah. had zero chance of surviving. So do you think maybe the anal plate bit yes. is more of like for himself? Like, yeah. don't worry, Pishmit. <laughs> yeah, you'll be fine. The anal plate is not divided, so we're going to be fine. Yeah. We're just going to have some milk toast. <laughs> we're not bleeding excessively yet. But Everything's going to be fine. I'm going to write this down and hopefully in, you know, 60 years... It is exactly... No, 70 years. Hey. In 70 years, almost to the day... Uh, no, it's in September. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm getting sidetracked. 70 years time... Let's do I, some more maths. I hope Matt and Amberly, who I've only ever imagined, uh, will sit down together and discuss my life. So discuss maybe, whether I'm any good. So, I'm just going to write it down, just in case. And so, so basically... When Schmidt was bitten, they, somebody in the office, in the snake office, said, hey, Schmidty, go to the hospital. Right. And this was his quote. He said, he refused and said, no, that would upset the symptoms. Right. So, did he know? So, he was a martyr. Did he know? Did he know? And maybe did the most scientific, you know, like in um, Interstellar, how Matthew McConaughey goes into the black hole? Because yep. he's like, this is this is my only chance to save humanity. Better go into a black hole. Was yep. that gravity? Uh, no, no, it's interesting. No, yeah, yeah, gravity was more Sandra real, Bullock more real, hanging out in space. Yeah, and didn't have any black holes. No black holes. No, no black holes. Yeah, just, so, just some um, George Clooney cameo. So definitely, definitely Interstellar. Um, anyway, you know how like Matthew McConaughey's got like, gotta save humanity. Go into the black and he hole. He goes into that bookcase. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no spoilers. Um, <laughs> But sidebar, I saw Hans Zimmer live in concert the oh. other day and it was the best concert I've ever had. Right. And the reason that relates is because Hans Zimmer did the music for yeah. Interstellar. Also, do you ever think about how um, celebrities have a first name? Like you, you'd just be like, hey, Hans. Hey, Hans. Like I always think of that with like Charlize Theron. People are like, hey, Charlize. Yeah, Matthew. Hey, Matt. Ma- Matt McConaughey. Hey, Maddie. Yeah, we always refer to celebrities as their full name, right? But not if you're friends with them. Or you're related to them. Who is the most famous person you would consider a friend? Matt Saracini. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Who's mine? (laughs) 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 That's hard. Probably some 
TV person already, but they're not friends. They're like people. Yeah, has to, they have to like see you and be like, oh, Matt Saracini. I did like a radio show some years ago. Yeah. Like it's so irrelevant, but but maybe someone in there, I'd okay. be like, we're friends. I when I went to Disneyland, Mickey Mouse danced with me for a really long time. So I'm in with Mickey. Oh God, that's that's pretty big. That's huge. Like Mickey Mouse basically runs Disneyland at this point. Forget the whole Death Diaries. That is a, that is amazing. He was also in a Christmas sweater. <laughs> was it Christmas time? It was. Okay, good. Um, all right. Well, that was my first amazing thing. Okay. So remember how I was talking about dolphins before? Yes. My next thing is about dolphins. Okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just type in dolphin trivia? <laughs> I, dolphins are really cool. Yeah. We, um, okay. And there's a lot of cool things about them. This is fast becoming an animal episode. It's, it's, let's be honest, all of my something amazings are going to be dolphin related from the beginning to the end. Okay. Not really. This will be my last dolphin one. Okay. So. <laughs> don't, don't promise that. <laughs> okay. So. A dolphin, obviously, eats fish. Yes. But you know what? Swimming through the ocean, getting fish, like, can be hard. It's kind of easier if fish are just flying through the air. Like flying fish. Well, even just fish jumping out of the ocean. Yeah. It's like a bit more of a, like, instead of having to cut up your steak, someone's throwing it into your mouth. (laughs) I would go to that restaurant. (laughs) That sounds incredible. Steak cannons. Yeah. Are you good at catching food in your mouth? No, I'm really bad. I'm really bad at catching... In general, I like to hit things to the floor rather than grasp them. Right. I do the thing that two-year-olds do. Yeah, because <laughs> they haven't, uh, they haven't got basic motor function yet. Yeah, and you haven't got it yet. Either. I broke my, I've broken my fingers about five times from catching balls. <laughs> I'm sorry. What are you doing? <laughs> I just, I really want to throw an object at you. I'm no, going to throw a no, spare no, microphone. No. I just want to see what happens. This is an entirely visual thing. But it's quite heavy as well. Okay, okay, good luck. Ready? We're only, what, a metre and a half away from each other. All right. Should I get some distance? Yeah, sure. Okay. If it's, but it's, it's only when it's overhand. If it's underhand, I'm okay. Okay, we'll get overhand. Okay. Ready? I'm going to... Oh, you caught it. I'm amazing. <laughs> but I was just trying to check your catching technique because yeah. I cannot understand how someone can break a finger so many times. It's like if you catch it, like, when it hits you straight on. <laughs> Why are you f- shaking hands with the object that's <laughs> being thrown at you? I'm being polite, Matt. Create a mitt. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> dolphins. <laughs> dolphins, yes. So, dolphins are so smart. I don't even, like, I wouldn't even come up with this in a million years, yeah. yet dolphins did. So, <laughs> what they do is they'll go in a pack and they'll start... For, like they'll go along the ground and they'll start hitting the ground with their tails. The like ocean floor. The ocean floor, yes. Yeah. Um, and they'll start hitting the ground with their tails to bring all the mud up. Oh, okay. And then they'll start circling the fish. Yes. In this and making the mud like kind of like a mud net. Okay. Around them, that's and this that. freaks the fish out, and the fish start jumping up trying to get out of the net. Oh yes. So then that's how they catch them oh, in the air. And they jump through the air and, and into the mouth. Stake in the mouth. Wow. <laughs> How did they they come up with that? So they have to know that fish are going to think that like mud coming up around them is like simulates a net for them. They have to like, who, which dolphin just did this and was like, this is great. (laughs) And how did it communicate it to all the other other dolphins? Because again, do you ever think about evolution? (laughs) Isn't it like a a real evolutionary step when, when an animal can use a tool? To yeah. do a thing like monkeys use tools, right? Like rocks and okay. stuff. Okay, okay. So this isn't my amazing thing, but I was watching this video the other day where there was a monkey, and they just like they hadn't been in any like 
thing with humans or anything. They just sort of were growing up around humans. Like, it wasn't cruel or anything. But they, like, they would row boats. Like, there was one monkey that just loved DIY, and they'd get a hammer <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a nail, and she'd start nailing it in. She got, uh, like, she was terrible at it. Like, yeah. she sucked. But she was... <laughs> She's a monkey. Give her a break. <laughs> but, I mean... but, and also, she would, like, get soap and, like, wash her hands and then, like, do some laundry as well, just because she'd seen humans doing laundry. Oh, dear. So she'd just grab, like, material and start, like... Washing it. It was amazing to watch. But it's not... Okay, I I would be sad if it was like this monkey's been taught to do this. It wasn't. It's just these monkeys grew up around this village and they sort of just... Like, watch the humans were like, oh, a bit of DIY. It looks like some fun. Let's grab a hammer. Because you know that they've trained, like, what is it, like, Coco the gorilla who can sign, right? Who can talk. Yeah. Um, and, and that one, and it, and it and does it Coco, is Coco the one that cries? Yeah. Oh, when Coco that, cries, I cry. Is Coco the one that hung out with Michael Jackson and then he got all saved the world? I could be just making that up. No idea. Or Robin Williams and Coco? So Coco's hung out with someone Dunstan famous. Dunstan checks in. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. No, so apparently when monkeys, you know, and like, you know, this is great. They're using tools mm. and they can communicate and they can sign. Yeah. But apparently the next stage of kind of consciousness is realizing that there is some, that there is somebody else other than you. Right. So there's a... As in, like, what toddlers go through. Yeah, exactly. And and there's, like, that moment when they realise, oh, somebody might have information that I don't know. Right. So it's... So a monkey signing... Like, say so if you go to Coco, how are you? And Coco goes, good. Right? That is amazing, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, it's pretty great. But what would be even more amazing is if Coco went, how, how are, are you? you? Yeah. Right? And that hasn't happened yet. So the first monkey that does do that... Yeah. Or dolphin... Right. Or also um, crows. They're really smart as oh, well. Oh, really? Yeah, they use tools and so they're weird. They're... Yeah, could they be smart enough to come up with a better sound to make? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. their sound is pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, cr- yeah they're, and they're terrifying. Like, nobody's going to love you, crows, with that song. <laughs> well, maybe they'll listen to this podcast and change their <laughs> tune. But did you ever watch um, that documentary? It's so sad. Project Nim. No. It's the saddest thing. I like it. It's so terrible to watch, but watch it. It's like this monkey that was brought up as a human child, basically. Ugh. But then, um, and it's like, it's, it's, it's really smart. Yeah. Um, I think it's a chimp, actually. I think it's a chimpanzee. And it's really, really smart. And it thinks it's a human, basically. But it's like a toddler forever, basically. Uh. Stop saying basically. Yeah. But what happens is the, the funding um, cuts out and then it has to go and be like a, a like science experiment. Oh, it's so sad. Because they're like, we raised this, and now we want to watch what happens. Well, no, it was just we've we can't fund this experiment anymore. Uh, also, you guys are in debt, so they had to sell it to like a place that just like tests makeup. Oh no! But this monkey's like, no, I'm a human. Please help. Well, but also, all monkeys getting tested on is really cruel. Yeah, yeah, we shouldn't yeah. draw an <laughs> it's arbitrary not like, well, line. This mon- all monkeys. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, but. Okay, well, that is sad. Yeah. Uh, but the, but the monkey. But the monkey was really really smart. But the problem with the monkey was it was super aggressive and got like super attached to humans. Like if if it, if it loved this woman, like and then another man talked to the to the woman, it would attack the man. Are you a dog person or a cat person? Dog person. Okay. For yeah, sure. I thought so. Why? Because it like dog people like are better. Yeah, Sorry, no, I'm, a do- not. I'm a dog person, <laughs> but he's I dog. 
dogs love you un- unconditionally, right? Yeah. Like it's it's so much less work to have a dog love you, but a cat, a cat is just using you. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and you know you have to earn it. And even so, do you even earn its love at all? Like, and like a, for a dog, you can be the worst person ever, and it still loves you. Yeah, yeah. So I guess my question was: Was this monkey behaving like a dog or a cat? Like, Ooh, was, interesting. Was it like in love with the humans and like? I would say no, because it was possessive of the humans. Okay, but a cat doesn't really do that either. The cat doesn't care. No. <laughs> 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 so anyway, so. I just thought as well, like, because monkeys haven't quite worked out that there's an existence beyond themselves yet. And uh, the fact that humans do this, that we, like, even right now, right, we are having a discussion and we're bringing each other some amazing things. Yeah. But that is is a sign of, like, a higher... uh, cognizance because i that that it, even this podcast basically appreciates the fact that i know that you have knowledge that i don't and right. i want to hear it from you mm-hmm. so basically what i'm saying is do you ever think about evolution <laughs> <laughs> we're at, we're at peak evolution right now we are actually though yeah me as a human yeah i'm gonna like shoot my own horn here i think i am like, pretty evolved, even in terms of humans. What do you mean? So, <laughs> what do you mean? So, <laughs> break this down for me. Number one, yep. I have um, green eyes and blonde hair. Do you have green eyes? Yeah. Ah, never l- looked not at your eyes. Not saying that people before. who have like brown eyes and brown hair aren't evolved. Yeah. And I'm not saying like I'm better or anything, but I'm just saying. Yeah, calm down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also in my mouth, oh, I don't have um, wisdom teeth because I've evolved out of it. Oh, that yeah, wisdom teeth are useless. Yeah. Yeah. So, Do like, you have an appendix? See, probably, but I, I just in my heart I know it'll never burst. <laughs> yeah. Because I know I'm involved. And third of all, I have x-ray vision, so... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I don't know if I'm going to call you peak evolution. I would say the wisdom teeth more than the blonde and and green eyes. Yeah. Um, The wisdom teeth is what makes me think I'm involved. (laughs) (laughs) You truly are a higher power. Um, What? Is it up to me? Am I doing something amazing? Yeah, muddy fish... Food in the air was mine. Okay. Um, do you want, uh, Because we don't have much time. So, do you want me to do a short one or a long one? Short one. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. All right. So, there's a research team in the University of Southern California, right? And they're working on a smartphone app that will predict conflict between couples before it occurs. How? So, I think Minority Report. Have you seen Minority Report? Yes, but I forget it all. So it's all like pre-crime. It's like these That's um, right, yes. these weird, like uh, highly evolved creatures mm. can like um, see the future, and then they go, "Oh no, murder's going to happen!" And here's who does it. Right. And they live an awful, tortured existence in this pond where they're just thinking about future murders. <laughs> Don't worry, Tom Cruise saves them. Um, so thanks, thanks, Tom Cruise. <laughs> so they're called precogs. That's right. I'm going to watch that again. Um, <laughs> So, I used to love it. Uh, so, <laughs> so, it's like Minority Report, but for couple fights. So, here's how it works. You want to okay. know how it works? Yes. So, it... Oh, God, this is creepy. The system uses the app to record audio of the couple's conversations and mm-hmm. then their movements via GPS, as, where, as well as wearables, which measure skin conductance, temperature, heart rate, and activity. 
Well, is so, it like so like it seems if if your GPS goes to uh, someone else's brothel. house, <laughs> and then the uh, then your heart rate goes up for twenty minutes? Well, yeah, because um, I have two things to say. Yes. Number one is because we have like all these like cues about like that we do with our like our body that we don't even know about. Like if you cross your legs towards someone, it means you're you're interested, not interested in them, but you like them. And if you cross your legs away, yeah. it means you're either uncomfortable or you don't like them. And sometimes I notice myself doing it and I oh. stop myself. Why, why are your legs crossed so far away from me? <laughs> um, but number two, when I was looking at a cafe once, I remember a woman being like, Oh, my husband's husband's just around the corner. And then she showed me on her phone and, like, she had, like, a little dot showing exactly where he was at all times. Yeah. And that's, Like, to find me, my friends. Like, find my friends. But she had it on her husband and I was like that. Like, I wouldn't but, ever want that with anyone. But why? But, like, if you've got nothing to hide, then who cares? Everyone has things to hide. And it's just, like, shouldn't you be able to trust your spouse without having, like, knowing exactly where they are at all times? It's so... I just find it so intense. Yeah. Well, look, I, I agree with you. It's creepy. But I do think like our kids kids are going to laugh at the fact that we ever thought we could have a right to privacy right like we will be blue dots on everyone's screen eventually especially advertisers but that's another story i sound like such a conspiracy theorist (laughs) so um okay so it gets better though right so so they've they've taking all these measurements right they're measuring uh who you're hanging out with where you are how stressed you are (laughs) with your tone of voice um and then they apply a machine learning algorithm to predict the beginnings of conflict between a couple and then alert them to take a break or practice (gasps) meditation (laughs) so they're not saying like you two aren't won't ever work together. No, they're just labelling conflict. But then, so it's like it'll bef- it knows an argument's brewing about eighty percent of the time. How f- how how early before the argument? Yeah, no, right. This is because <laughs> like I feel like I know what I'm about to have an argument. <laughs> yeah, I don't need some sensors to yeah. tell me that I'm pissed. And if they're like, go meditate, I'd be like, you no. you dilly, stay away from me. Yeah, yeah. It's like it, you, someone's like you know booked in a. a, a a holiday with their mates over your anniversary like you're going to be furious and sometimes you're like yes we're going to have a fight yeah. we're going to get this out in a fight well, you don't want to meditate it away sometimes no. you need to yeah throw some plates at a wall just kidding <laughs> uh, so what they're hoping is that more people will sign up to this trial because they've only done it on 34 couples right of which 19 of those couples experience conflict well all couples experience conflict uh, oh, are you in a perfect relationship, are you? <laughs> no. Have you never ever had conflict? Well, I've, ne- I've never, like, I've never shouted. You've never shouted? At my girlfriend, no. I don't actually, I don't know if I've ever shouted at my boyfriend. Wow. We're very calm <laughs> We're people. very evolved. We don't need, we don't need meditation. I guess it's just how you know, but like some people are like really passionate people and that's how they express themselves, but I don't think that's how we, I don't think I yell at anyone. <laughs> Can can you yell? Not into the microphone. Like I just want to hear. How do you I sound. have the ability? Yeah. Like can can you go? I'm so mad. What? Why? I just want to hear. It. I just want to hear what it sounds like because you never do it. <laughs> it's not gonna sound mad. Okay, go right. on. You're an actress. Yeah. All right. Act. Just just lean away from the microphone. Are you ready? Yep. I'm so mad. You just kind of sound <laughs> like you're smiling through it still. <laughs> I just am always happy. 
You are like you are very brightly dressed right now as well. Yeah, I do have a, a jacket. I, just for for reference, I do have a jacket that definitely could be worn by a child. It has a man on it that is like backpacking, <laughs> surrounded by animals in like a farthing wood that looks very comical. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, because I this made me think though. Like I remember Facebook, which is you know. Um, Face what? Facebook. No, I've never heard of it. Do you mean MySpace? <laughs> I, a part of me could believe that you have just hung out on MySpace. Um, You're one of my top friends. Yes! Top eight, top eight. <laughs> um, so, re- Facebook, I remember, uh, like, maybe a few years ago, said, we reckon... And they had to, like, really dial back on this claim because mm. people were like, so you reckon what? But they said, we reckon we can predict yeah. reliably when a couple's about to break up based on the data that we have. But surely you don't air your grievances on Facebook. No, but Facebook would have a one-up, right? Because, first of all, it knows where you are, just like this app does, yeah. right? So it knows when you're hanging out with a couple, when you're hanging out with other people. Sure. But it could also go, oh, Matt's hanging out with this strange woman for a, a bit right. and and look oh here's some facebook messages to her as well oh, and yeah i know i know so and then, and then like everybody was like wait so you know what about us and they're like oh just kidding uh because they you know people put in their relationship status in facebook as well like yeah, single yeah. in a relationship so that'd it's be complicated. like like when you go to it's complicated facebook goes oh i knew it <laughs> i knew it Proof or positive. Or there's just like two guys in an office or something just being like, see these guys? Yeah. Give them a day. <laughs> Taking sweepstakes. <laughs> All right, who's got Jenny and Joe? <laughs> uh, so that was my amazing things. Amazing! Uh, do, you, do you feel amazed? I feel like a new person. You know what? This is really fun because it's like... Now I'm like looking for amazing things. And going, yeah, oh, that's amazing. And so you that- realise the world is an amazing place. Yeah, and and my mine are all fact checked. And I guess, d- d- hang on, mine are fact checked because I've seen <laughs> dolphins do it with my eyes. You've seen you your episode was two dolphin facts. <laughs> Did you just watch a David Attenborough? <laughs> episode and then come here no excuse me i watched youtube clips of david attenborough shows and i also google checked them because because i did research like i <laughs> i've got years i've got like videos i've got references i knew exactly wa actually even actually the mudnet one wasn't david attenborough but they were doing a similar style and they definitely had some great music along yeah. and i would highly recommend if you're listening to this look up hydroplaning dolphins and then look up dolphins mud nets and you'll get the exact information i gave you but you'll also get to see it and then i i recommend looking up snake bite death diary i also recommend playing um harry potter and the philosopher's stone <laughs> on game boy and you can collect some boom slang skins I also recommend hanging out with monkeys and trying to get them to realise the existence of someone else. I also <laughs> I recommend just thinking about evolution. Okay, I'm going to go think do about that it. now. Just have a think. Uh, thanks, Amberly. Thanks, Matt Saracini. See you next time. On something amazing. <laughs>